Hello, I'm Dee Dee Madigan, and welcome to another episode of Home Plates, a podcast all about international food. First off, I want to congratulate everyone on making it halfway through the quarter. That also means we are now halfway through the first season of Home Plates, and I want to know how to make the show better. So what I need from you is to hear your feedback, what you like, what you don't like, what you think could be improved on the show, so I can make this the best podcast you listen to every week. You can shoot me an email, you can stalk me on Facebook or Twitter, I want to hear your voice. So let me know if there's a food culture that you want me to explore with someone, or if you know someone who might be good for the show. So a few housekeeping items before we start. First off, go check out Cinema Adventure Podcast. It is hosted by my podcast editor, Aiden Walker, and my classmate, Blake Peterson. They are great guys. Their show is super awesome. They talk about movies every week, and they invited me to be on the show for an episode. So I sit down and I talk with them about one of my favorite films that features food, Eat, Drink, Man, Woman, and the episode just came out on Monday, so definitely check that out. Go subscribe to them. It's an awesome episode. I had so much fun, and I guarantee that you will enjoy it. Speaking of which, go subscribe to this podcast because we are now on iTunes. I can now be one of those annoying podcast hosts that's constantly reminding you to go subscribe to their show. So go do it. If you subscribe, new episodes will arrive in your podcast app every week as they come out. So subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And lastly, I have one disclaimer for this episode. I got really excited with my guest who is from Chile about an event that she was telling me about. It was the Chilean Independence Day, which in Seattle, they had a community gathering and there was food and music and it, and it occurred back in September. So in the episode, you're going to hear me be very excited about this event happening. And that's because I really wanted to go to it and for all of you to go to it. But I'm a dummy and forgot that you guys are not hearing it until now. So ignore that section, but do remember about that event. The Chilean Independence Day is September 18th. So for next year, if you want to try Chilean food and listen to Chilean music, you have the opportunity. That's it for housekeeping. Stay tuned to learn all about Chilean food. Thanks for listening. This is another episode of Home Place. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Home Plates. Today, I have a guest here from Chile. Okay, you have a long name. I noticed that on your email. What's your whole name? Uh, my whole name is Mari Carmen Andrea Josefina Guerra Paris. <laughs> very, very Latin American. Yeah. Mm. Would you like to introduce yourself a little bit and just talk about where you're from and uh, what brought you to Seattle? The question I always like to ask my guest in the beginning is, what was the first meal you had in the U.S.? I'm from Chile. I am uh, studying here at the University of Washington. I'm doing a PhD in civil engineering. I've been living here for three years, so hopefully I am on my last year of my PhD. To be honest, I don't exactly remember what I what <laughs> was my first meal in the U.S., but I'm guessing it was a burger. And what part of Chile are you from exactly? I'm originally from a city called Rancagua is one hour south from the capital, Santiago. 
and I grew up there. And when I was 18, I moved to Santiago to go to university. And then I stayed there for like 10 years. And then I moved here to Seattle. I visited before and I thought it was super pretty. I like the university and... Seattle's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Would you mind? I don't, I personally don't know much about Chilean food. I think it's more common just to see like Spanish and Mexican food mostly, which makes sense. But uh, could you just kind of give a general overview of what Chilean food is? So maybe talk about some popular dishes that you consider staple dishes and like common ingredients or something that makes Chilean food unique? Yeah, well, before talking about the food, I also like to talk about how we eat. So in Chile, well, we all have uh, breakfast, but breakfast is not the most important <laughs> occasion for eating. So then we have lunch, and Chileans are very known for having long lunch, especially in the, in the weekends where you get together with your family and you have a long time eating lunch and then stay after lunch, talking in the table, like eating dessert or chocolates or having a drink. And the other thing that we eat in the afternoon, we have something that is similar to the afternoon tea. I think that's the most popular time for eating in Chile, very like all families do it. Uh, we call it the once. It's some sort of a, between tea and dinner. So we usually have tea or coffee or milk together with bread and sandwiches and avocados and usually something sweet like a pie or pastries. And that's, I think, the time that all the family gets together after work or after school and everybody share once. And it's where you invite your neighbors or family also over. Once? Yeah. Once. Once. So I, I can talk about the food, actually. <laughs> okay, no, that was, that was really cool. So for food, there are a lot of meals that or food types that we share with all Latin America. Mm -hmm. For example, we eat a lot of empanadas. Chilean empanadas are different than other South American empanadas. The most popular one is empanada de pino, which is, is a pastry filled with meat and onions and raisins and usually a, boiled, a piece of a boiled egg and an olive. It's super popular, traditional, it's an easy lunch. So if you're running late and you don't have time for lunch, you usually eat an empanada. <laughs> uh, they are very popular during the national holidays, which are in September, so right now. Yeah, there are always competitions about who makes the best empanada. They are actually one of my favorites. They are sometimes baked, and you can also eat them fried. Usually the fried ones are made of cheese, no. and filled with cheese. That sounds good. So it's like a deep-fried uh, dough with cheese in it. And sometimes we put... Together with the cheese, we put seafood or other or chicken or other fillings. So that's really nice. That sounds really yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really good. <laughs> One of my favorites. Is there a place around here that you can get good empanadas? Um, actually, there are no Chilean restaurants here in Seattle, but there are some people who made empanadas like every other weekend okay. and they sell them to the Chilean community. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, now in uh, uh, September 16th, well, September 18th is the national holiday, uh, but it's going to be celebrated here in Seattle by the Chilean community mm -hmm. on September 16th. 
Okay. Uh, and they will sell empanadas. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Wait, and where could you go if you wanted to participate in that uh, celebration? I think that's going to be in, in a Russian center in Capitol Hill. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But you can find the information in Facebook. <laughs> so if you want to try Chilean empanadas, sounds like you can do that on September 16th. Yeah. That's cool. And is that um, national holiday just like Independence Day? Yeah, or? it's Independence okay. Day. That's really cool. Our listeners now have like an opportunity to check some food out that we've been talking about. Yeah. Can I talk about more dishes? Of course. You can always <laughs> talk about more dishes okay. on this show. So, um, <laughs> another uh, type of Chilean food is based on corn. So corn is really popular around all South America and each country has its own dishes made of corn. But in Chile we have humitas. They are only eaten in the summer and they are really good. It's like a soft tamale, mm. uh, but only made of made of only corn and it's really, really good. It's like a corn puree, very soft and they are called humitas, which means uh, bow tie because oh. they are made with the corn leaves. So all this corn puree is put into the corn leaves mm. and it's tied up as a bow tie. So oh, they look like a bow tie. I see. Cool. Yeah. They are really good. And <laughs> the other one that is very similar to that is called pastel de choclo. Oh, my which Chilean. Is... My friend is Chilean, or her family's Chilean, and she was telling me to talk to you about that dish. So. Yeah, so uh, pastel de choclo is, is like a base of meat, and also with onions and olives, very similar to what we put inside of empanadas, <laughs> but also has chicken on top, like a chicken leg or a piece of chicken breast. And then it's covered on top with this corn puree and then goes to the oven. And that's really good. And it's also a traditional summer dish that we usually accompany with Chilean salad, which is uh, tomatoes with onions <laughs> on top, sometimes cilantro. So that's a really nice summer dish. Those those dishes that I'm talking about are all traditional of central Chile. Uh, those are like the two things, actually, when I was like, Hey, to my friend, like, what should I talk about with my guest who's from Chile? She was just like, the salad and the pastel de choclo. Yes. Yeah, those are the two <laughs> things. <laughs> uh, any other dishes? Uh, yeah, um, so we also eat a lot of um, soup, stew type things. They are a mix of, I, we think that mix of Spanish food with traditional Native, Amer Native Chilean oh, people. Okay. Uh, so there is one combination that I found really funny because we eat it in different, it's the same ingredients, but we eat, eat it in different forms. Mm -hmm. So the basic ingredients of these meals are uh, meat, cow meat, potatoes, carrots, squash, and any other vegetable that you want. Mm -hmm. But we can, sometimes we made it as a puree, everything together, and that's called charquican. Uh, sometimes we cut it in little pieces and make it into a soup, and that is called carbonada. <laughs> and then sometimes we eat it in large pieces, like the whole potato with a big piece of squash and a big piece of meat, and also put it into a soup, and that is called cazuela. <laughs> so it's all same ingredients, different dishes, and those are very popular too. Very homey meals that, yeah. that you traditionally eat at your house. What do you miss most about Chilean food now that you've been, it sounds like, in the States for a few years? Uh, bread. Did not know Chile had such good bread. Yeah, actually, I think bread is, like, the most important food in Chilean, for oh. Chilean people. Like, 
we eat a lot of bread. We eat uh, these types of bread that are single serving. So uh, usually we buy like a unit of bread. So it's like a little piece of bread. It's not a piece, it's a single bread. And oh. that's something very different from here because I'm here, I'm, I'm used to see, well, bread in a bag. <laughs> it's not a slice, it's a single piece of bread, maybe the size of a biscuit, but all bread comes like that. And the most popular ones are ayuya, which is very dense and thick and has lard in the dough. And those are really nice, warm and toasted with avocado on top. <laughs> and the other one that is really popular is called marraqueta. The, the name changes depending where you are in Chile, but it's either marraqueta or pan batido or even uh, pan francés, which means French bread. Mm. Uh, so it's, it's like a tiny baguette, uh, very with a hard crust on the outside, but very fluffy in the inside. Mm. And those are the best when they are just out of the oven and you put butter on them. Yes. And that type of bread is the one that we miss most. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so good. Yeah. Okay, so French bread. So could you talk about then, was there um, colonial or influences or like immigrants that came over then that like influenced, I guess, Not, the baking? I, I guess it's just from the Spanish uh, okay. heritage, all this bread. But there are also the ayuya, I think, is more traditional from native Chileans. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds really good. I wish there would be, like, a Chilean bakery or something. Yeah, could well, try sadly, there is no none in Seattle, but there is a very good one in Vancouver. Oh, okay. BC. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Who so it's thought? called Panaderia Latina. And whenever we go to Vancouver, we go there to buy Chilean bread and Chilean pastries and bring it for our friends <laughs> That's here. That's awesome. Do you cook Chilean food at all? Yeah, I cook. Well, carbonada and charqui can, those dishes that I talked before. Humitas not that much because they are very hard to make. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and bread, when I'm, when I'm really craving Chilean <laughs> bread, I make my own bread. Um, we also cook uh, pastries, Chilean-style pastries, with a lot of manjar, which is this uh, milk caramel. It's, in Mexico, it's called cajeta. The, you can find it here. It comes in cans. And it's made in Chile, the one that you can find here. And we use that a lot for our pastries. So okay. We make cake or little little alfajores. They are like little pastries. What's your favorite pastry then? I will say torta de milojas. Okay. It's, a, it's called, that means a thousand layer cake. It's not actually a thousand layers, but it's a lot of layers. <laughs> and between each layer you get, you put manjar. On oh, it. Or okay. sometimes you mix manjar and then one layer of raspberry jam. Mm. And we usually put like uh, nuts on top. And yeah, that's, I would say, is my favorite cake and my favorite pastry. That because you can buy good. it there by the piece. Yeah. So it counts. But wow. anything with manjar on it will be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to try that now. Yeah. I'll have to look for that next time I go to a mm. store. So if you were to invite someone over or like a friend over who wants to try a traditional have like a traditional chilean like dinner what would you serve them and uh would there be anything they should know etiquette wise if they were to come to dinner well first i want to answer your second question okay, okay. <laughs> but they will know one thing that happens in chile a lot is that we are always always late <laughs> so uh, if you're in Chile and somebody invites you to dinner, 
in, in if they say at seven, probably dinner is gonna be ready at eight or oh, even at nine. Man. So if you arrive early, you're probably gonna be there while there is nothing done. <laughs> that happens well, with the younger people, but not with the older people. But yeah, that's something. It's not necessary to bring something because if we prob if we are inviting somebody that is not from Chile. We probably will have a lot of food and a lot to drink. <laughs> so you don't need to bring anything. And nobody's going to say anything if you don't bring anything. Uh, so that's that's like the etiquette. And also what's going to happen is that there is a mom present. <laughs> like, for example, if my mom is there, she's going to push people to eat a lot of food. And they are going to be serving like dish after dish and then dessert and then cake. <laughs> And then drinks. And then they are going to expect you to stay sitting for a long time. <laughs> and well, for the food, what we always do or what my family does when we have like a celebration or invite people over, usually we'll start with cocktail size empanadas, usually deep fried, maybe some seafood. Seafood is also very popular in Chile. We have a very long coast. Mm -hmm. So we have some, some seafood that is only available in Chile some types of clams and that are very popular there. So usually if it's more fancy, we will have some of those seafood dishes, which is another whole story. <laughs> <laughs> Then for the main course, it will probably be, if it's traditional Chilean, probably will be some type of soup or stew, like cazuela or carbonada or the charqui can even. <laughs> Another option will, of course, be humitas or pastel de choclo, if it's for somebody who isn't from here. And then for dessert, it will probably be some fruits or like... Canned fruit. Yeah, but a homemade, usually. When you put fruit in sugar and then you save it. So yeah, we eat a lot of those too okay. for dessert. Um, there is one that is very traditional. This called huesillos con mote. Mote is, is some sort of corn, but it's not corn. I forgot the name. <laughs> In Spanish, it's called trigo. Okay. Okay, so it's trigo, uh, dry trigo. And then the guasillo is a dry peach that then is boiled. So then it get, becomes soft again, but it looks dry. But it's, and it has this super sweet juice, and it's really good. So that will be like a traditional Chilean dessert. For salad, we'll, of course, we'll, we'll have the Chilean salad. <laughs> and then probably after dessert, we will have cake. And either will be the thousand layer cake or a chocolate cake or a meringue cake or something like that. Yeah. And we'll probably accompany, accompany it with uh, Chilean wine and pisco sour. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like your guest would be very, very stuffed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> We are good eaters. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the seafood then a little mm. bit, since Chile does mm. have like a very long coastline, and you said that there are some unique things to Chilean seafood. Yeah, well, depending on if you are north or south, mm -hmm. uh, things will be different. Usually for, we eat a lot of fish in the coast, usually deep fried. Um, so that's a very popular dish. If you go to the beach, you usually find a restaurant that will say you like a fried fish okay. with salads and potato salad and a mixed salad. Mm -hmm. So that's very popular or fries. But for seafood, we, in the north, you can eat a lot of, forgot the names. 
um, it's a shell and has a red thing. Crawfish. Well, in Spanish, it's called ostión. Um, I can look it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and well, mussels a lot. And there's this type of clams that are called pink clams. Uh, those are also very popular. And they are, you can find those in the entire coast. So some dishes that are very popular with seafood or fish are these stews made with seafood. So a very hot soup with a lot of seafood in it. Those are called uh, mariscal. Mm-hmm. would be like seafood and another very unique dish that i found that i found very unique is eaten in the south of chile it's called de curanto so that tradi- is a very traditional dish made by the southern native people so it's more like a ceremony also so they make a hole in the earth and mm-hmm. then put warm rocks in it and then they stuff that hole with mussels with clams mm. with pork ribs with sausage then they make this type of potato bread that is called milkao and they put all of that in this big hole and then they cover it with big leaves and they let it cook uh, in this hole for a couple hours and then they eat it all that's very popular very unique and especially if you go in there in the summer you can find like fairs where they make it Really cool. um, a more home or more urban version of it mm-hmm. is called cocimiento. So it's very almost the same ingredients, but you cook it on a big, big pot. And okay. then it also has the juices. It's on a pot, so then you drink the juice as a, in a cup. Okay. And then you serve it in a pot with in a deep plate with yeah. uh, with all the seafood and the sausage and the pork. And the, sometimes people even put chicken, chicken legs or chicken wings in it. That's very cool and it's really <laughs> yummy. And the the weather in the south of Chile, in mm-hmm. not the deep south of Chile, but the south uh, is very similar to the Seattle weather. Okay. So we sometimes with our Chilean fl- friends we have made curanto, but sorry, <laughs> not curanto, cocimiento, the one in the in the big yeah. pot. I I just ate it. I didn't do it. A friend cool uh, organized it and it's very yummy. That sounds really good. You didn't yeah. decide to dig a hole and do it the other way? Ah, <laughs> uh, no. That would be very difficult. We probably will need a permit or something. <laughs> but let's leave that to a people who in this south of Chile. <laughs> I have to ask then, have you had a lot of seafood here? Uh, well, here I've enjoyed more, more having uh, salmon. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So salmon in Chile is very popular. In the south of Chile, there is a lot of farmed salmon mm-hmm. but here since it's wild mm-hmm. tastes so much better than i've been eating a lot of salmon here not that much seafood only because i'm lazy <laughs> but also i don't know here mussels are really tiny and clams are really tiny <laughs> yeah over there in chile they are large <laughs> i love seafood so yeah it'd be cool to try that yeah well another thing that you might expect in, for food, for Chilean food, is that to be spicy or mm. hot? <laughs> uh, so Chilean food is not hot at oh, all. Oh, really? No, we use mostly garlic and some uh, chili, but it's the chili that we use is usually smoked, and that's from the native uh, Chilean people, the Mapuches. And that's spicy, but 
not as hot as Mexican food will be. That's interesting. I didn't so know that. So that's very different. Some people go there expecting to have like very spicy food, very mm -hmm. hot food, and it's not the it's not the case. That's good to know. Yeah, we are more sweet. Okay. And more like salt and garlic and yeah. some spices, but nothing very strong. Hmm. So we taste, some people might think that it's sort of <laughs> kind of boring, but we taste the food as it comes. Well, a lot of onion and a lot of yeah. garlic and stuff like that, but not very, nothing very hot that will make your <laughs> mouth burn. <laughs> yeah, it tends to take away from the original flavors of food. <laughs> So one of the segments I like to do on the show is junk food and drunk food. Usually I have some sort of snack here, but I and I try to get it from where the person's from, but I really didn't know what to where to look for Chilean food, so I apologize. No, that's fine. But mainly I just ask my guest about what you eat for uh drunk food, so after a night out and uh, junk food so when you're just being lazy and lounging around and, you know. Yeah. Hanging out, uh, what foods you like to eat? Yeah, so I can talk about two or three types <laughs> of food. So for junk food, or mostly I will call it street food. So it's food okay. that you can buy easily on the street or in a market that is open every day. We, we eat a lot of hot dogs. So we have our oh. own style of hot dogs. In Chile, they are called completos. Uh, the completo is a hot dog that has tomato, mayo, sauerkraut, and this pickle sauce that is made for tiny pieces of pickle, pickle, pickles, <laughs> <laughs> and carrots and onions. And that's a type of hot dog that is very popular, and I love it. It's my favorite. And the other one that is very popular is called the Italiano. So the Italiano, I think, will be more popular than the Completo, but it's not my favorite is the hot dog and on top of it has avocado, tomato and mayo. That's called an Italian because they are the colors of the Italian food. <laughs> and those are very popular junk food and also drunk food. <laughs> and they are very cheap. So yeah. you can if you are running for a late, like a quick lunch, mm -hmm. you will have either an empanada or a hot dog with a soda. Another junk food that Maybe it's junk food in some cases, and some cases it's just a homey meal that mm -hmm. you make for once. It's called the sopa y pillas. It's a fried dog, uh, just deep fried dog, <laughs> and that has squash in it in some in some regions. Those are very popular for once, and you can find them like little carts on the streets selling them. So after work, mm -hmm. you are going home and taking a long ride in the <laughs> subway or in a bus. Then you take a sopa y pilla for the ride. <laughs> And those are great. And people put salsa in it or mustard or ketchup. Those are very cool junk food. And finally, for drunk food, there is this traditional dish that is takes more preparation. So it's not, you cannot find it in the street. It's called chorrillana. It's a, I've heard people, foreign people calling it the Chilean version of poutine. So it's a base of fries but mm. real fries, like made of the actual potato. Okay. <laughs> not not uh, frozen pot uh, fries. Then in, on top of it, they put a mix of scrambled eggs with onions and meat mm. and sometimes uh, some sausage. And that's come, that comes in a big dish usually, so you share it with your friends. But to eat that, you need to go into a restaurant. Okay. So it needs, if it's drunk food, then it will be... A restaurant that is open very late, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's late and if it's late and everything is closed, then you have a hot dog or a 
of idea on the way home. What were the French fries called again? The Chorillana. Chorillana. Okay, cool. That sounds really good. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> it's good with a beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> Do you have a favorite food memory? So is there a memory that stands out to you of like a very good meal or just a time that you ate something that just like, I don't know, brought you immense joy? There is this popular dish in Chile that is called bistec a lo pobre and consists on a steak, piece of steak, fried onions, a fried egg, fries. And that's very popular. But that will be the dish that my mom will make on my birthday. So uh, it's always nice to remember that in my birthday I will have that. <laughs> but now that I'm here, I don't have it on my birthday. So <laughs> but last year I went... No, two years ago, I went to Chile for my mm. birthday, and we had bistec a lo pobre, and that was awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking with me today. I really appreciate it. It's been really awesome to learn all about Chilean food. Been thank awesome. you for inviting me. Thanks for listening to another episode of Home Plates. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. Thanks for listening. There are new episodes every Wednesday right here on the Soundbite Network and, of course, now on iTunes. I'm Aiden Walker. And I'm Blake Peterson. Together, we host a podcast called Cinema Adventure, where we discuss movies with important guests, talk about their favorite movies, and recommend movies that you may have never heard of before. So join us every other Monday on the Soundbite Network so we can film you in. Uh, Wasn't that good? It was really good. It's a good pun, isn't it? (laughs) For more like this and other great shows covering sports, science, relationships, and the arts, visit the Soundbite's website, uwpodcast.com. That's uwpodcast.com.